0: Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. It's such consumerism. They literally took a cardboard box and put a bunch of crap in it, but because you got to do one every day and it's hot for the holidays. And Liz. There's always a girl from the big city who goes to small town, Mm -hmm. Snowflake, Arizona, and meets the hometown hunk, and they fall in love and he owns a bakery for some reason. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. It's our last episode. Last episode of 2023. (gasps) What? Sorry, guys. We need some time off. I feel bad. And maybe next year, Elizabeth, we can like take a different two weeks off and like have content during that week. During the week of the holidays. I don't know if people are like wanting content during the holidays or if everyone's just so busy because I feel like everyone takes a break. So at least like for me and like my my content consumption, it's really light around the holidays. And I like would I think whoever was doing it would get all my attention. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, because I'm not working. We've got the kit. Like, I've got James at home. And yeah, I'm probably going to be a little bit bored. But I don't know. Sometimes that's good for you. Um, Listen, sometimes have, it is good for you. Have some silence, you know. Go on a silent walk. Go on a silent walk. Entertain yourself with your own mind. I don't know. Read a book. Read a book. Listen to a book. Listen. Have you started... First of all, you butchered the name of the book in <laughs> did the podcast. I really? Not totally, but like you just didn't say it right. And it, the book that we are reading, it's a Christmas book. So, guys, you got to get on it like ASAP, um, listen to it on like 1.2 speed. It is Bright Lights, Big Christmas. What did I say? Big Christmas, Big Lights, or something like that. <laughs> that right. So, I really am enjoying it. Wait, hold so on. Far, I, have, I haven't bought it yet. What's it called? Big Lights. Bright Lights, Big <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. It's not the best name. No, it's not. Um, <clears throat> so I am I have three hours and 47 minutes left of the book, Cal. And I was listening to our episode from Tuesday when you talk about the, the synopsis of the book. And you're like, and then an elderly neighbor goes missing. And I'm like, I'm not there yet. And I think I know who's going to go missing. But I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm literally not there yet. And like, there's still so much of the story for me to hear um but i'm really enjoying it so far okay good good i'm very excited i think it's gonna be the perfect thing so we'll recap it on our first episode back maybe we'll do an emergency pod if we can get if we can yeah stay tuned um no it's 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 really good and it's has me thinking because I'm like, oh, I could see this as a Christmas movie. And I like Christmas movies, but they're also so bad. Because the acting's not good. And it's just so low production. And, you know, there's always a girl from the big city who goes to small town, mm-hmm. Snowflake, Arizona, and meets, you know, the the hometown hunk. And they fall in love. And he owns a bakery for some reason. They, that's always the synopsis of it. But I still enjoy them. And I this one, I'm like, I could see this being a Christmas movie. However, I think that just... The nature of the Christmas movies would ruin the story because of just how poorly. Okay, you're always excited made. to read this. I really like it. Speaking of Christmas movies, did you hear about there's kind of like some spice happening in the Christmas movie scene? What? And Lifetime? So Hallmark does the movies, right? I I think so. Okay, well they do. So but Lifetime, I think, is like dipping their toe in it, or maybe they always have. But there is a sex scene <gasps> in a Christmas movie. It came out this year, and guess who the star is? Who? Jana Kramer. Whoa. I know. Hold on. Let me tell you what it's called. They were talking about on the morning toast, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Christmas smut? A cowboy Christmas romance. A cowboy Christmas romance. Tea. I know, Spicy. Right? It's a, kind of a spicy... That's Lifetime. I mean, it's still cable, so, like, it's it sounds... I'm sure it's going to be pretty PG. Yeah. But... It's more than just, like, the one, like, awkward kiss. Yeah. Whoa. Oh. You know what? And that's what they're all missing is true chemistry. Anyway, They lights. are missing true chemistry. It's because they're not the best... A- they're not getting the best actors on the scene because it's a low-budge film. But I'm gonna watch it. I would love to know the cost of a Hallmark movie. Honestly, like, I would love to be in a Hallmark movie one day. Yeah. That would be fun. I mean... I think they're probably hiring people with about the acting expertise that you have so I'm not I don't think I'm a very I actually don't know if I'm a good actress I can't say I've ever tried I think it would be so hard did you watch the most recent season of the Kardashians where Kim goes through American Horror Story no it they kind of like take some background scenes of how she's like in American Horror Story and I'm like that would be so hard you know, I think acting sounds incredibly hard. I think it sounds incredibly hard. You have to memorize so many lines. You have to deliver them in a way that's believable and not fake. I know. And I, I'm watching young Sheldon right now and there's like kids in it. And I'm like, these kids are good actors. Like, yeah. I don't even know if I could. I would hate it, honestly. I would hate to be an actor. I would hate to be an actor, too. That'd be so hard. Anyway. Anywho, now what we're here to talk about. Um, and also, you're, can I say one more thing? Yeah. You're also just like not yourself. So like people like you but like you're not even you yeah and then you get really just put into a role and some people just can't break out some people can some people can't yeah yeah I think sometimes you hit that home run with a role and then that's just who you're who you're stuck as but sometimes not but sometimes not like Zac Efron can do everything like he's not just can do everything like he's not just Troy Bolton no that's true but like Daniel Radcliffe he never recovered no he never did no and he's tried to recover but that's the thing and i and i don't think that um um oh my gosh what's his name uh honestly none of the harry downey, potter staff has ever recovered uh, her, no that's not true because what's her name her mind, yeah. that's totally false i'm sorry yeah she's she was been Belle. In, she's been in everything robert downey jr he had a lot of roles wait is um, that iron man iron man he had a lot of roles before iron man now i don't think he can play a role that's yeah. not tech guru billionaire Slash Iron Man. I, but I think that's OK. I think he gets the checks for Marvel and he's like set. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just hit it big. And I think that's what Daniel Radcliffe did was he hit it big. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, Kel, what do we have on today's episode? Well, today we're just going to like send you into the new year with things to think about, things to consider, some happy thoughts and some encouragement. I I love that. And we're going to do that by doing little dumps, doing some... I, I do have some good industry news for your Christmas table. Millennial word. Millennial words. Advice. <clears throat> advice. DTD. So let's just get into it. Okay. So now it is time for the millennial word of the day where we learned Gen Z slang so we can be less, less lame. lame. And today's word is punching. Oh, I know all about this. Tell me. Well, we were at the Sun Trip Automotive Christmas party in Sydney you know sydney lives here now and it's quite helpful Mm -hmm. i actually so enjoy having her here Mm -hmm. um and she was saying she was kept asking us who's punching between a couple and punching means you're like you're reaching for the other person like you're like that person's out of your league yes so punching comes from the boxing term of punching above your weight which means it's when a boxer is trying to mm. fight someone who's out of their who's out of their weight oh, i love a sports background yeah, to yeah, that yeah. One. so you know you can just you it's like the reaching and pulling sort of thing and in, in a relationship but yeah we were going around the table and they were like who's punching kelly or tyler obviously kelly's punching um um <laughs> No, like I, I'm not, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's bad to be a puncher or to be the punchy. No, I don't think so. I think there's something to be said about like, you know, punching above your weight class. Yeah. But I think think it's more impressive. I think the guy should always be punching. Yeah. If not, I think you're like, I think the guy should always be punching. I think Maddie and I are both just a couple of knockouts if you ask me, but. I think, can I be honest? (laughs) Huh? What? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you who I think is punching. Okay. And then you can tell me you're dead honest, okay? Okay. <laughs> Let me think. You guys are pretty equal. I think Maddie's punching, though. You think Maddie's punching? Well, yeah, I think he is. I think you bring a lot to the table. Well, I think it's... I think it's not... And a great sister-in-law is one of them. Thank you. Um i would say if you're going just exclusively based off looks though because that's the thing is it looks or is it also your personality well, that you, know, is, what you bring to the table no that's the thing and then things get a little But murky. like i don't want to comment on like looks like who i think is better looking between you or Matt. no that feels so awkward that's fair i don't think you should i'm I looking at to- you to. i'm looking at total package well thank you um and i think he's punching because i think you're a catch well thank you i'm sure he would also agree with you although i don't know if i do but i'm sure he would um so anyway that's a millennial word you can go around Wait, so who's punching between tyler and i oh tyler's punching for yeah, sure i know for sure tyler's but that's punching. what i wanted you know what i mean yeah i sought that um but tyler's great love him he's punching but you know someone has to be <laughs> um okay Kel, he would he would agree though like them it, it's i think also for men it's like men would it's like they're like they like they're bragging that like they yeah, got a girl out of their league exactly like it has to like men are always it punching. has to be that way and if they don't say that they're punching we need to evaluate that <laughs> but we need to uh, totally agree so okay um <laughs> but it's kind of a fun game to like play with people in your life yeah, but you kind of gotta like be careful about that one. Anyway, what is on our dumpity doodas? Okay, well, first of all, let me pull up my dumpity doodah It's the holidays. <laughs> we got to talk about the holidays and our mother, who is Chris Kringle this year, apparently. Chrissy Kringle is. Mom's always been a holiday g- girl.s The girls. holiday girl. Um, she's always gone above and beyond to like make. Little things at home feel special for us. Mm-hmm. And it's... I, I love that about her. And, like, I think we're both trying to, like, do that in our life. Like, yeah. we will have dinner at my parents' house, like, several times throughout the year, our entire family. And it's, like, bag Caesar salad, dad's grilling burgers. Like, we're eating off paper plates. Yeah. Like, half the people are are at the counter. The other half yeah. are at the kitchen table. You would, like... We show up in, like, leggings, messy hair in a bun. My kid, Like, we just show up. Like, we just literally roll in. Yeah. Thanksgiving, we're at the same house with the same people. It is night and day. It is everyone's in heels, hair and makeup's on. We're eating in the dining room. Mom has curated apps. Dad has craft cocktails. And it is like, you would not, it's, it's, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's I love so it. It's so fun. Like, we go in the dining room. We use their wedding china. Chris creates this beautiful tablescape. Candles are lit. Even it does is, the kids' table. Like, George had The a, kids' table's decorated beautifully. Like, it is just a production. And she does it on Christmas, and she does it on Thanksgiving. And you've seen it. She takes notes. And it's like- no one you would think that like none of us would care because like we eat there all the time but she'll literally be like grayson did not like this appetizer yeah. and it's like who cares make yeah. it but like she wants to note that and like yeah it's really cute it's so cute so she's just been sort of saying to us like go big or go home and the best example that i can give is i recently went to a holiday party and i facetimed her my outfit and i was wearing black le- black leather pants black boots and a black sweater. And she said, it's fine, but like, it's not really giving holiday party. And so I said, well, I have this Christmas sweater I can wear. And I put it on. She goes, okay, great. Now we need new shoes. Go pull out your wedding shoes. Guys, my wedding shoes are, have like this bedazzled bow on them. And they're like an open toe heel. She's like, you got your red toes painted, like wear this, you're perfect. And I was, I looked darling and she was right. And I'm so happy she made me change because I felt so cute. And her whole point. And you would have never pulled out your wedding shoes. I would have never. I said, you're crazy. And she said, do it. And I did. And I left the house in that outfit and I felt so cute. She's just like, go big, pull out your bling. She bought about three sequin blazer sets and a velvet, you know, set. And she is just trying to zhuzh up her outfit every chance she gets and she goes it's the holidays it's it's festive it's oh. the christmas season no she yeah. doesn't she doesn't talk like that but that's how we hear it yeah and yeah so it's you know it's it's pull out the red lip it's wear wear the christmas sweater wear the bedazzle wear the sequin. <laughs> pull out the wedding suit. shoes pull out the wedding shoes like buy your husband a holiday t- it's a holiday it's the holidays go big yeah and just like going out to dinner like if you like have a date night or going out to dinner or you have like a christmas party like she is right. You can wear whatever you want. You can be as festive as you want. You can wear sequins. You can wear velvet. Throughout the entire month of December, if you go anywhere, you can wear whatever bling bedazzle you want. She said, come January 1, she wants nothing to do with it. But until then, she's going for it. And she said, just go big in everything you do. So if you are donating something or if you there's someone who does a service for you tip them tip them extra go big if you are hanging out with someone be more enthusiastic with them be more inquisitive just like do everything bigger and she also says when you're wearing these sequin pantsuit mm-hmm. it's going to change your personality I think a she's little right. Bit. i think she's right how could you not be cheery and jolly when you're in a full-blown outfit christmas outfit yeah like if you would have worn all black you could have just been like you know not as you, you can kind of like disappear a little bit or just kind of like be there. But like if you have wedding shoes on and a Christmas way, I have to deliver. You have you have to be Jolly St. Nick. Truly. So anyway, it's the holidays. Go big. Go home. And no, go big. Go out. Don't go home. Go big or go home. Go big. Go out. Or don't go at all. Anyway, speaking of going big. No, no. Anyway, here's the next thing on my dump. <laughs> okay. Cameo 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 was the most interesting thing to me in the world the app the app i don't know where i guess i saw an ad for i don't have the app but i saw an ad for cameo or someone no the entitled housewife was doing them that's why i saw that Oh, okay so then like i click on it and i'm like because i'm like how much does she charge Mm -hmm. i think it was 250 bucks for like a two minute video and then you just start to go like seeing what every celebrity is charging for their time yeah and it is fascinating elizabeth yeah. it was fascinating and they had a whole harry potter section oh of ranging of different characters of different character, of different people and their cameos and i just think it is a little thirsty a little i get it yeah. i just don't like let's see who do you want to know about i don't know enough harry potter Characters to say okay, and they're like, I'm gonna, and I don't know why it's like Harry Potter, but it's just actor, yeah, actors. Harry Potter. Like There's a whole section. People love Harry Potter. Okay, like I don't, I don't know who these people are. Okay, who was that guy in Harry Potter? Yeah, that guy. um His name's know. Devin Murphy. Oh, he was Seamus. How much did he charge? Hundred bucks. For what? Hundred bucks. Oh, and like they show their old videos. Oh no, I would not pay a hundred dollars for a video from that guy. Average video length, two minutes. What's he even talking about? I ha- well, you can like tell him what to talk about. Hold on, I want to see like if there's. Still, they have to come up with stuff. You can only say, "Happy birthday, Jen. Hope you have a great day." Your friend, your husband, Brad, told me to like. You can only say so much. How no, does he I go on for two minutes? No, I don't know, Elizabeth. I'm just really shocked by this i just would you ever pay for one like was Mm. there anyone you would like want one from um no i think it would be cool but and i could see how that's like a fun gift to get someone someone gave me a gift of a cameo one time who my friend katie who was the person evan breen he was like a tiktok or a vine's guy that we both really liked back in college it was years ago that she sent this to me um okay like if you're a bravo person like sonia morgan do you know her from no. new, new york but people have emailed okay what's what's her thing 99 dollars. people have emailed you before and asked for a video to wish whoever the happy birthday yeah but like i'll just do that well, that don't like make that an open invitation because you. we're well, we not going to do it for everyone. No, but. and you, let me be clear. You do have to follow up. Like I had this one girl reach out to me like four times yeah. <laughs> until I finally got around to it. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'll never forget it. And I did it. I don't know. I'm just... I just think it's interesting to put a price... To well, put a price on yourself like that. You have to, though. Because if you're getting enough requests, then you're not just going to do it for free, but you want to reach the, the fan base. But you also can't just sit there for hours and do Free videos, or maybe you can. I don't know. I don't know how much money these people have. Yeah, it just feels thirsty when you're maybe like an actor or a Hollywood star who like makes so much money, and then you're like, Yeah, sure, a hundred bucks, but a hundred bucks for a two minute video that is a good return. No, I just think that people don't know. I think we're wrong to assume that like just because you were in a Harry Potter movie, like you're like living large. Like, no, that's true, that's true. Like, no, like. I would I you know what if I wanted to get someone this as a gift for like a joke or something I wouldn't pay more than $25 well that's what I'm saying I wouldn't pay more than $25 right and you can send me a 20 second video it's just for the the funniness of it all but I don't need a two minute video I don't want to watch a two minute video of you talking and I'm definitely not paying $100 for it you know how much other stuff I could get for $100 I don't need a video like this is sad what? This makes me sad. Okay, Wizards of Waverly Place. David Henry. Do you remember him? The yeah. brother. $25. See, I would pay for that. I would pay for that. He... He's priced appropriately. $25? Kelly, it's for like a minute of their time. I guess it'll like, about but, the return but, but, well, of know, that ca- over an hour. Well, I don't know what cameo's cut is. What's cameo getting? I don't know. Anyway, don't, I'm i I, yeah. I i can see how you want to like keep surfing these but i'm honestly you're I'm over it, it. i'll okay. pay 25 well, not- and nothing more okay but let, let's do talk about something else that people spend way too much money on advent calendars hate i am on the side of reels where people buy the luxury the dior advent calendar the brands i've never heard of of the fancy perfume advent calendar and they're like this advent calendar was a thousand dollars let's see what we got it was all these sample sizes of stuff and i just don't I, i actually love watching them and i'm happy people are making them because i would never buy one but it's just so interesting the advent calendar market it's so interesting. So it's such consumerism. They literally took a cardboard box and put a bunch of crap in it. But because you going to do one every day, and it's hot for the holidays, and it's, and it's the holidays, I won't do Advent. I will maybe consider one. I did not do one for the kids this year. I would maybe consider him, but I would only do a consumable. I'm not doing a little baby little plastic toy one. Cause yeah my kids would hate that because i've seen the plastic toy once and like every five days you get an actual cute little toy and then everything else is just a little accessory and also you I, know what our advent calendar was it was the little felt the little squishy nativity scene you got to go put one up there every day and we would fight over who got to put up that day's yeah, and it was on great. The, scene, that's the little Velcro one that hangs on your wall. That's, that's all you need. Or a chocolate one. Or or chocolate. I like a chocolate advent calendar. I don't calendar. even like the whole like wine or tequila or like a cheat. Like oh. even that's so extra. How? Uh, why do you need a, it's like, yeah, a little bottle of wine a day? Why do you need that? That's crazy. It's crazy. And they spend so much money for 25 sample sizes of things. And that's a hot take. You know what? Wear a sequin blazer. Don't get an advent calendar. But for those influencers that are spending the thousands and thousands of dollars on them, keep doing that because keep doing I your like con- we like the content. I like to watch it. Also, I'm sure there's something that I don't feel great about with like the whole advent. Like, what is an advent calendar? Is that a religious thing? And we're just like, cons- you know, combining it with like consumerism and I know. It's an, an excellent question. I don't know. I don't know much about it. But anyway, they, I've just been seeing a lot of advent calendars and I will click on your page and I will watch day one today. What I have now? not seen this like luxury 15. advent calendar that you're talking oh about. Oh my gosh. Wait. There, I found this one chick. I did not save her. I'm sorry because I had to stop watching her videos. She buys the $700 one, the $1,000 one and opens up the entire box in one video. Well, and you have great. To. And you know what else that is? There's this very interesting... I've noticed this about some of like the older kids and like my kids aren't really here, but what is this, this thing with wanting toys that you don't know what they are? It's like, they love these like mystery LOL dolls. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't remember that being a thing for us, but like, I just can't imagine. And like, some of them are incredibly expensive or there's these like ones that are like motiony potiony. And then like, it comes out with a stuffed animal, but you have no idea which one you're getting. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I just, I'm not into that. I saw some, adult do this which i thought was strange but they found all of these what are those adorables they're called the the adorables they're like disney has them and they came out with these stitch ones and she bought the entire box hoping to collect all of the stitch adorables and she repeated like multiple times Mm -hmm. then she just had the same ones over and over again and spent so much money on it i don't i don't get it at all I don't get it in the slightest. I'm currently looking up luxury advent calendars, and I'm wondering if there'll be an opportunity after the holidays to get one on clearance. Oh, that would be interesting, because I would do that. Because I don't need to open it up every day, but like, if I get a good deal on the products... Yeah. Speaking of good deal on a product, did you see that those Spanx jeans were $44? Yeah. That was crazy. crazy. Sorry, the sale's over. I probably shouldn't have even brought that up, but what was that all about? I was actually pissed because I had just bought those before Thanksgiving for the hundred and forty-eight dollars that they no seventy percent off kind of felt like a slap in the face. It felt like a slap in the face. I was like, okay, I literally just paid and over a hundred dollars more than what you're selling. And Spanx, for right I'm going to be honest because I think you left money on the table because I think if you would have put them fifty percent off, you we would have sold just as many. Yeah, for sure. They didn't know. have all the colors. So no, I, that's I, I true. couldn't buy any because. I already had the colors of things. And like the Spanx addiction I have right now is so strong. <laughs> so I, real. I don't want to wear any other pants. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the Express Flex, but if it's not Express Flex, it's Spanx or I'm not really interested in them. Mm, yeah. And it's like, so I think they did that to get people hooked. Yeah. Because then I went, I have three of the four colors in the flare long Spanx jeans. Yeah. Because three of the four colors, you guys. But they fit. And I'm so, like, I'm sick of buying cheaper jeans in a bunch of different styles that don't fit. And I'm also done with trying to be trendy. Okay. We're so done. I'm going to California and I'm like, what are the California girls wearing? I don't care. I don't care. I'm wearing what I'm wearing. I'm wearing what fits me. I'm wearing what I feel comfortable in. And guess what? They're not boyfriend jeans. They're not what's in style, right? Well, not, not in style, but they're not what's trendy right now. And they are. It's just like an adult outfit. I don't know. It's an adult outfit. I'm an adult. This is kind of a hot take. And I I mean this very respectfully. But I just think some of us need to like take a we need to try on some of these jeans and we need to get a little 360 camera Mm. and we need to really assess if those are flattering. And I'm I this has happened to me. I was wearing what I thought was a trendy pair of jeans. And then I, you know, I filmed myself for a living. So then I was a video of me turning around and walking to a car and my flat bum and I was like, I look like that from the back in those jeans. I cannot be wearing these. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I if just you think, find the jeans that look cute on you, buy them in three out of the four colors. I got it. And we just, the, the trends are fleeting. We don't need to always be doing the things. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. I, I don't find the act of putting together outfits fun. I know some people do. Mm-hmm. I just like to get dressed, feel cute, and move on my day. I'm with you. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Say hello to a stress-less holiday season with the help of HelloFresh. Skip the grocery store and save time with easy, tasty recipes delivered right to your door. And did you know HelloFresh does more than just dinners? From easy breakfast to 10-minute lunches and snacks, HelloFresh has tasty choices for every occasion that parents and kids are sure to enjoy. Get yourself out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh. For me, the hardest part of prepping dinner every night isn't making it. It's coming up with the meal. It's finding time to go to the grocery store. I actually really enjoy cooking. So HelloFresh takes the annoying part out of it and allows me to make a delicious meal for my family without the headache. Go to hellofresh.com slash carpoolfree and use code carpoolfree for free breakfast for life. You heard me right. One breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash carpoolfree and use code carpoolfree. And today's episode is brought to you our friends at Goodbye Gear. I love it love, love Goodbye Gear. They are the leading online marketplace for buying and selling gently used baby and kid gear. You guys, before you pull the trigger on any of these baby things that let's be honest, kids use for like a few months at the most, make sure you check Goodbye Gear it is the best place to buy secondhand baby gear. What I love about Goodbye Gear is it's not just things that have been like, you know, used and are damaged or broken. In fact, most of their items are sold open box and you can actually filter on their website to only see open box items. So basically, you're getting a huge discount on something that's never been used that you are already going to buy. It is a total no brainer. And I am so excited because we have a discount code exclusive for the podcast. It's $20 off purchases over 100 with code carpool. That's $20 off purchases over 100, which is already a huge discount on something that's already discounted with code carpool. Okay, let's move on to our advice segment. Okay, this one was titled sister drama. So obviously, I've never clicked on anything so fast. So this comes from Jen. Um, she says, Hello, I feel like you two are the perfect girlies to help me with my current issues with my sister. She is 24. And I am 32. I have two kids, three and almost six months. My sister is the only family that lives near me. The rest of my family is out of state. I often invite her over to my house for dinner and to hang out, etc. She and her husband rarely say thank you, and I can count on one hand the number of times she has brought anything over, um, or ha- it ha- anything over, or helped while. I and my husband cook with our toddlers running around at our feet. She also never offers to help clean up or, re- or really contribute at all. Literally just hosted Thanksgiving and everyone was helping pick up their helping pick up and her and her husband sat in the couch. I will say ob- she's super preg- prego, but her husband is not. I love her, but it's at the point where my husband just doesn't want to have her and her husband over anymore because it's so frustrating, which upsets me. She is having her first baby in December, and so I haven't said anything to her, but I really just don't know what to do. Do I say something? Do I just keep getting my feelings hurt? Just only hang out with them outside of my house. I'm getting anxious because I want our babies to be besties, and Oz, my son is obsessed with his auntie. So I don't want this tension. How old is how what's their age gap? She's 32 the jen is 32 and her sister's 24. it's, it's an age difference mm-hmm. was that eight years it's six it's like you and grayson yeah um i would tell grayson to get off her bum and help me clean the kitchen and i, I think agree. i have told grayson that before i think the thing is i think jen you need to take a little bit over an older sister route mm-hmm. you guys aren't necessarily like friends and bffs right now just like i don't think grayson grayson and i are getting there more but like i would have no problem telling grayson hey i invited you over for dinner get your bum up and help me clean yeah i would tell her that i, and I think I, she would need I, to hear that I, yeah i think she i think she needs to hear it and i think that there is an accountability that a sibling can give someone that maybe a friend can't mm-hmm. and you can speak to them in that way and I think you would be doing her a service in the long term no it sounds like there's a certain she needs to a little to grow up a little bit yeah there is a little bit of responsibility when you're uh, when you are an older sibling to 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 yeah, siblings that that are that much younger than you that you especially if you don't have family close like you can kind of raise her in a little yeah. way and you can guide her and Your siblings see where you are lacking, see where your fault is as a person, and they should speak into your life as someone who knows you and knows you to your core and can say, hey, you're falling short in this area. You do it in a loving way. You're not judgy, but you're doing it in a a very loving way. and it, doesn't, it also doesn't have to be a thing that's like, let's sit down. You haven't been really helping me in this no, area. No, no, no. It's like, a, hey, could you watch my child while I'm doing this? Or could you bring your... Can you bring the dishes over and I'll wash them? Like, give, give her exact things that you need her to do. Yeah. Don't wait for her to do it because obviously she's not going to do it. Totally. And ask her husband to do it, too. I ask Tyler all the time to do things. You ask Maddie, like, hey, Maddie, can you go... Like, we're all together. Like, we ask them to do things, too. Like, you need to contribute. Yeah, if she came over and you made the meal... I would, and and I really would say I'm agreeing with you. Like you need to kind of like nurture her a little bit and like teach her. And of course, like she's gonna have a baby and like she's probably gonna get it a little bit more and be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so overwhelmed. I need help. And you need to be there mm-hmm. and you need to be a good ses, And then just you know, give her some. It's not even tough love. It's just. Yeah, it's just. Uh, yes. It's just asking for what you need and you should be able to ask your sister when you need help because you would want her to ask when she needs help correct so anyway that's our advice that's stunning advice i think that was good advice um industry news Yep, for sure why not and now it's time for industry news where i spill the hot tea going on the auto industry, industry and hot tea do we have okay finally someone is doing something for the i have a lot of stories and they're all electric car adjacent like most things are on the auto yeah. industry right now but remember how i was over here saying like i feel like for the evpr like you need to give free chargers to people yeah well they're not doing that but they are doing something interesting if you buy a new kia ev9 you're going to get free charging Electrify America is going to give 1,000 kilowatt hours of free charging to first-time owners of the new 2024 Kia EV9, the three-row SUV. Great. That's big. That's big. I mean, I don't really know how much 1,000 hours gets you. It sounds like a lot. Uh, yeah, that it does sound like a lot. It sounds like you'd be lot. good for like... It has to be within the first three years from date of purchase. Okay, so if they're saying the first three years, they assume it's going to take some time. Yeah. So... I feel like that's good. I feel like so, that's ele- good too. so the gossip is you guys just in case anyone doesn't know there's like the Tesla like they have their charging network and then there's like Electrify America. And some people are like Some of the brands are like Electrify America, like we're going to do that. But some people are like, wait, we just like want to hook up with Tesla because like they actually have the infrastructure set up in place, and that's kind of where we're at right now. So Mm. Kia's over here with Electrify America, but there's always there's been more and more headlines of like now GM's doing Tesla, now Ford's doing Tesla, and it's just kind of going like this. Mm -hmm. And you know, my money's (laughs) on the Tesla supercharging station, but in the meantime, we have Electrify America. You can kind of think of it like diesel and gas. Like you can't like you can't go to a gas pump if you have a diesel and you can't go to a diesel if it's only a gas pump. Yeah, fair. Got it? Yeah. Uh, Speaking of EV9, I'm jazzed. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Would like Kia, please invite me to the event. I know I was been sassy to you in the past and I'm sorry for what I said about the carnival, except I'm not at all. But please invite me to this event. Mm. I'd really love to go. It sounds up my alley. Yeah. I mean, if the guy who was on the Telluride redesigns there, you're probably not going to get invited because you were a little sassy to him, too. Well, and I did just like kind of drag them for like that weird carnival yeah. commercial. So we're probably not getting the invite. You never know. You never know. But either hey, way, it'll hey, be at, at the, the auto Challenge. show. You can't hide me. You can't hide it from me for long. No. We'll see it at the New York auto show, which will be fun. OK, so that's my first story. Next story these kind of go hand in hand they both like have ford involved in them this one's from automotive news it came out yesterday ford is cutting 2024 f-150 lightning production plans by half whoa suppliers told the news comes an industry-wide ev pullback investment due to slower than expected sales growth so that's kind of a bummer Mm, i want one f-150 lightning yeah because we had that one girl yeah no i want one i like the lightning a lot i think i truly think the pro- the problem is well there's a lot of problems i don't i still don't totally understand why they went after the trucks so hard mm-hmm. and heavy mm-hmm. and i you know i think their argument was well because that was going to be like the, the last adopter so it's like well, why would you start with them then it's also their number one selling vehicle. It's their number one selling vehicle. It's the number one selling vehicle in America, yeah. the F-150. Yeah. So I, I, I understand it. But again, to do that before we have any other electric vehicle, it just feels... And the problem with trucks is I don't actually think in all scenarios, people who drive trucks are a good EV candidate right now. One, for the polling. Like we've been, uh, we've been through this. Like you can't pull with an EV as the range drops significantly to a lot of f-150s get sold as fleet trucks right mm-hmm. and then the problem is it's like you can't ask like if someone has a work truck like for from their business and it's an f-150 lightning what's well like where then are they like plugging it at their house yeah. so like then they have to have a charger and it's just i also think the ev market doesn't understand the luxury that having a charger in your home is i mean think about how how many people want it don't have a garage. Hmm. whether it's, like, they live in an apartment complex or, like, they just don't have a garage at their home or how many people, like, can't even park in their garage. Yeah. Certainly not my husband's truck. My husband's truck doesn't fit in our garage even if there's nothing else in it. Yeah, because, like, these houses have small garages. Yeah, and trucks are big. So, I don't know. I... I think it's like i think Ford needs to chill i think it's like i think headlines like this are scary like i'm still loving the lightning i still think it's like a car we should recommend to people i think it's definitely probably the through i agree with you if i had to buy an ev for my three kids i'd probably buy that one yeah because it's the only one that has any that's big and it's fun to drive we've enjoyed it when we've had it yeah i do feel like i don't i see why ford did what they did because everyone else is coming out with an ev and the ev sedans slash small SUVs are a dime a dozen so I just think that they maybe thought that that could have gotten lost in the sauce with all the other ones so the Lightning is the only truck that's currently out no um oh well it was the first one the silk well there's the Silverado and there's the Hummer and there's the Rivian yeah but the Hummer no the Hummer's a novelty the Hummer's a novelty but that's what I'm saying. and that's why I don't let anybody Rivian's a weird thing to adopt don't let anybody tell you that oh well they just couldn't like you know make a hybrid so-and-so because they made a they made a Hummer with a thousand horsepower that could go sideways they didn't do it to save the environment I yeah. can tell you that right now they did it for the clickbait so just remember that yeah they didn't want to give you a hybrid Acadia first they said what if we brought back the Hummer and made it crab walk yeah okay next hybrid cars are having a moment amid electric car skepticism this is from Axos. how do you say that axos axis axios axios as automakers push their flashy new electric vehicles many consumers are making the jump from gasoline cars or opting for hybrids as they Mm. tiptoe towards electrification why it matters car buyers not politicians regulators or car makers will dictate the pace of the electric transition which is true yeah okay And then it says at the fifty thousand dollar at fifty thousand dollars, the average EV is still too expensive for many buyers. So the EV, the average EV EV price has gone down. That's not because the EVs are getting more affordable. It's because they've made EVs at lower price points. So like you you guys obviously know how averages work. If you come out with a thirty thousand dollar EV, the prices all get dragged Mm -hmm. drove down. There's also some, what what's also making the the EV adoption, the, the EV thing a little s- stressful is they came up with this like cool tax credit, right? Where you get a $7,500 tax credit if you buy an electric vehicle. The problem is to get that tax credit, a certain percentage of the car has to be built in the United States. And you're probably thinking like, okay, that's good. Like, yeah, like more jobs for Americans, like love to see it. But the problem with that is there was not the infrastructure set up to do that. So to do that, they had to raise the prices of everything because it's more expensive to manufacture all of these parts in America. So that's one of the reasons why these EVs are so expensive. Mm-hmm. And now all these manufacturers are trying to build their cars here so they can qualify for the tax credit, which just really means the price of EVs are higher for everybody. So no one's winning. And it's just like I what well, I don't really like want to get into, like, the law, but. I think there was a way to do it where they could have been a little bit more lenient on getting electric cars built here slower mm-hmm. and giving more families that tax credit because ultimately, like, you're just hurting the consumer when they when they when the car they want or the car that fits their family doesn't qualify for the tax credit because, like, like you know, Rivian couldn't like figure or that's a bad example, like Ford couldn't figure out like how to do that quick enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So then here's what I want to talk about last thing on this article. Ford is among the automakers putting a bigger emphasis on hybrids and plug-in hybrids. It's already among the top three best-selling hybrid brands behind Toyota and Honda. Its hybrid sales rose 75% in November, led by the hybrid versions of the Maverick and the F-150 pickups. Ford is now planning to quadruple its hybrid offering in the next few years, saying it's clear that consumer wants a broader mix of choices it's almost as if we've been saying that for years meanwhile general motors which claims to be all in on evs is weighing whether to add more hybrids to its lineup and then ceo mary mary barra said we need to meet the customer where they're at so yeah and that's that on that and then toyota's like basically yeah we told you so that's what they said yeah well good because they did it's interesting, you guys. I'm just excited to see where it goes. I'm happy, like we all get to be here together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Kel. Now it is time for a ditch of the drive-through, where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner, dinner rut. rut. Yes, Elizabeth. It is time for that, and I'm bringing today's dish to the drive-through, mm-hmm. and it is fredaccini Alfredo. fredaccini Alfredo. Let's just go back to Pasta Monday for a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Naptime Kitchen says it's Pasta Monday. And it's what it sounds. It's making Mm -hmm. pasta on Monday. It's one less decision in your life. Mm -hmm. Now, within the confines of pasta, you do what you want. You make a homemade noodle with a bolognese that's been on the stove all day. And like you can make fresh mozzarella at home. Mm -hmm. Do the most if you feel like it. If not, do jarred spaghetti sauce. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth and I were walking through Whole Foods. I tried to find one of the prepared dinners. They were out. I had to pivot. I grabbed a rotis check. And Liz goes, make fettuccine Alfredo. I said, excellent. You said, you said, I'll just do pasta Monday. And so then I start thinking, what's a pasta? Fettuccine Alfredo. You're right. Thank you for reminding me. But I did a little extra. I went to the fresh noodle section of Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. Got a fresh fettuccine. Went to, got Rayo's, fettuccine sauce. Got some frozen broccoli. Made it. Was it a top 10 meal? No. No, it wasn't. Uh, Did it come together in 15 minutes? Yes. Yes, it did. Yeah. Did everyone eat it? Yeah. yeah do people complain no not a lot sometimes i forget that fettuccine alfredo is just as easy as spaghetti yep so you know just go to the sauce the sauce section and picks and you know let your let your heart go wild i'm really going to lean into pasta monday get a pro- more get a protein get some noodles get a jarred sauce yeah bada bang, bada boom you're done i need to look up and you know who, you know who always of course this is just like what they do for a living like trader joe's always has good pasta to do mm-hmm. they are always doing a seasonal ravioli they mm-hmm. always have a new and fun su- yeah. fresh sauce yeah they always have a fun new noodle shape to try and yeah. i just think i'm really like going into 24 i'm gonna have pasta on mondays i'm not gonna think about it ever again i think that's great and i i'm kind of with you there yeah and then i might do like ground beef tuesdays i don't know want to do taco tuesdays But there's so much you can do with i see ground beef tuesdays and that can sometimes be tacos a lot it can be tacos a lot but like tonight i think i'm going to make iowa slingers i love an iowa slinger i'm going to do it over a sweet potato for myself i have some hawaiian rolls to use it for the kids and i think i'm going to do iowa slingers perfect i'm reading um that list listed that that girl sent us of all of the reviews we have not called out yet oh okay you go read that i'll keep chats in okay Anyway, you guys, I hope you have just the most fabulous Christmas. I'm sorry to leave you in this holiday season, but like Liz said, just turn off the phone, get a little dead space, and just reflect on the year. I actually didn't say that. I said that in our first recording of the episode that we tried, but then you went on a depression depressing. (laughs) This is actually our second time recording this episode because Kelly took it into such a depressing tangent. And she really (laughs) needed to air out some grievances. And I was like, Kelly, this is not a fun cheery. It's the holidays last episode so we I, didn't re- we cut it yeah we didn't re- it was just our intro got a little depressing i am just i'll just I- i'll keep it light okay because you already you are yeah i'm just feeling a little overwhelmed i think a lot of people are yeah i just i, I think i think i'm what scientists call in the thick of it mm. i'm just in the thick of it right now my kids are wonderful they're challenging yeah i got some other stuff going on you need a break cal i need a break and you need to just focus on what's really important, yes. which is your family and the holidays. It's the holidays. So anyway, we'll see you guys next year, right? Or are we recording between Christmas and New Year's? N- no, I think, I think our, this, is a la- this is the last episode of 2023. I'm kind of sad. I know. We're, but we're going to have a lot to talk about. So we'll be back on January 2nd. Oh, Ugh. so far away that's disgusting i know why do we do this anyway we have to guys we need time off um well we don't we don't take breaks on the podcast no but if you drive an f-150 it's your turn to leave a review we have not done the f-150 yet Okay. So head to the review section, leave us five stars, tell us why you love the pod. And guys, we will see you in 24. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Spend some time with your family. Wear your sequins. Wear your bold red lip. And have a great, great holiday season. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.